Isn't it funny though how how quickly the our population sort of submitted to these? If I could, if I said lightning speed, that would not even cut it. It was faster than that. Think about the early early stages of the pandemic where, and I was on board with this, which is, you know, let's let's lock things down just a little bit, just for a short period of time, right? Just to um, let the existing COVID cases either recover or let it dissipate. Yeah, dissipate. It, yeah. The problem is, is that every time, you know, well, every week it would come back. Oh yeah, we're just going to go another week. Oh, we're just going to a couple more weeks. Oh, let's go another couple of months. And, and as it things are improving, mm-hmm. everything, it's like, it's like the better that the, the, the COVID got or pandemic, whatever, the better the COVID got, the better understanding the, we yeah, had. Yeah, yeah. The worse everything else, or worse our lives were becoming. Mm-hmm. And 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 then when the vaccines came out, that was should have been a celebratory moment for everything to be okay. But now that it looks like everything got double worse. Well, we were super concerned. We didn't know a lot about COVID at the time, so we were thinking that this was a very deadly disease. And the the numbers that were coming out, especially when New York got hit and Cuomo started putting nursing homes. Uh, filling nursing homes with COVID cases, which of course then killed a bunch of old people who were the most vulnerable. It appeared at the time, even though they were older folks and have different health conditions, it was still such a massive hit to that population that it scared everyone that this is really dangerous. Right. And panic. Mm -hmm. Panic. And and, and Mm -hmm. panic is still there. Which is interesting in that today it's, you know, it's 2021. We're rearing to the end of this year. And and LA just announced that they were going to Im- implement these pa- uh, mandates for the um, vaccine passports. So you can't even go to the bar and have a beer. Right. You can't. And at the same do time, anything. now children can be vaccinated down yeah. to six or something. Now they remember what it is. Uh, was it Johnson and Johnson? No. It was uh, what was the uh, Pfizer? Pfizer has been approved, I think, for the younger kids now. And what's crazy, Ugh. you know, talking about risk, what's crazy is that early in the pandemic, we did have this this idea that it was this very, very bad thing. And so the risk to do anything seemed like that was a high risk. You know, if you're going to go out grocery shopping and be in the, uh, a building right. full of people, the risk of you getting COVID seemed very, very high. And then and bring it home on your groceries. They even said on the bottom of your shoes. Yeah. <laughs> people were taking their shoes off outside because they're concerned that they're bringing this in and going to kill their whole family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the idea that there was a, such an idea of high risk at the time. Sure. And then as time has gone by, it's now, you know, a year and a half later. And we know the risks so much more now. Our understanding of COVID and, and all the therapies to treat it the the vaccines and what their efficacy is now the populations that are susceptible to heavy versions of the disease right. versus you know it feeling like a, a cold you know for kids we know a lot more of what the, those risks are and in general we kind of know that the risks are low I, I saw a stat here it's so interesting there's a stat it was a, a survey of people and they said that among democrats 41 percent of democrats believe that the hospital rate for unvaxxed people is over 50 percent oh. hospital rates that's huge that's huge the, the expectation is if you're not vaxxed and you get covid the likelihood is over 50 percent you're gonna you're gonna be in the hospital right uh 
among Republicans, it was 22%. So 22% of Republicans thought that if you're unvaccinated, the likelihood is is high that you're going to... And I still think that's a high amount of people. But if you go back down and look at some of the lower stats, which, by the way, the unvaccinated hospitalization rate is still less than 1%. It's like point. I think it's 0.8 or something. So it's less than 1% if you're unvaxxed. And if sounds you are... Like, sounds if, like a panicked country. Yeah. And if you are vaxxed, I think they said it was something like, you know, 03 or 0.4% chance that you might end up in the hospital. But what was interesting is when you looked at the numbers uh, between Democrats and Republicans of the actual risk being less than 1%, among Democrats, only 2% believed that that was the number. Is that right? Only 2%. Now, among Republicans, it was represented at 16%. So just about the same number of Republicans thought that the vaccination or unvaxxed likelihood was at right around 1%. That was the same, almost the same level as people thinking it was at 50%. Mm. So what that tells me is that there's this idea in the population that it's very, very risky to go out unvaccinated and because you're you're going to end up in the hospital 50% of the time. Right? That's terrifying. That's terrifying. Yeah. yeah. And that doesn't to me that's like well that's not a good way to then balance the risk reward cuz you you and I were talking about earlier you just you getting in your car and driving to work. Yeah. The likelihood of you getting a car accident is pretty <clears throat> pretty dang high. Yeah, and I got to tell you it seems to it was pretty dang often that I run into a, an incident. It mm-hmm. really is. It's it's a few times a week I have a close call. I think <laughs> yeah. we would call it a near miss. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, but you take that risk every day. I do because I don't want to walk. But if I walk, <laughs> guess what? There's so many text drivers. You might get hit by one too. Yeah. You know, you just there are risks all the time, all the mm-hmm. way to choosing to have a child or not. I mean, mm-hmm. and and all the way in between. Should I have a, a burger or oh? Let's have a salad. <laughs> you know, I mean, every single thing is, mm-hmm. they're not just decisions, but some things are truly risks, yeah. you know? But isn't that what life is? It, it really, it Everything's it is. about balancing risk. I mean, essentially, the second you're alive, it's about what are you going to do until you're dead, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's, let's, let's optimize our time and prolong our life at the same time, you know? So, you know, we were talking about COVID, the idea that, that, that you're going to end up in the hospital, the actual number is so incredibly low. How can you balance that with your, the rest of your life? Incredibly correct. And, and that's, the, that's the point is somebody might freak out because I might microwave some food in a plastic container <laughs> because there's risk of cancer some sort of cancer potentially at the end of that life <laughs> i will say that nice that you know that they have gone through and you know on that little little recycle little uh, symbol on the back will let you know which one is safe to microwave oh, okay yeah. like the number five is okay okay so but anyways <clears throat> at least i think that's what it was but anyways check it out um mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that's a risk that i might take maybe it does maybe it will you know but it's a very very small chance and these are stupid might be a little but you know prolonged, you know, of toxic stuff could be bad for you. But, but you know, think about it, though. Is that time frame that you're talking about, the risk doesn't seem that big of a deal if you may not suffer from it for years and years down the road. Right. Well, I don't think folks should avoid risk. I think people just need a better ability to assess risk. Too many people in this world right now 
well, I won't say this world. I'll I'll just I'll make it the United States. We live in a country where so many things are taken care of for us. We are brought up in an environment where everything has some sort of safety standard. You you know, we used to ride in the back of a pickup truck, you know, um, at highway speeds. Oh, my gosh. Um, yes, you know, I forgot. There, we didn't wear seatbelts. There were so many different things that, that has changed. And, of course, you know, poverty rates relatively low compared to other countries. Even our poorest still have the opportunity or at least access to all these different services. We're in a spot where things, the risks have been kind of taken away from us. And so I think that our ability to assess whether something is worth the the risk, that that sort of formula has changed. And I think COVID has made it even worse. People really have, I think, a, a very weird understanding of what the actual risks are. They rely on information from other people or other sources that are not very accurate. You know, when you're talking about your daughter, like flinching, and then we were saying, like, mm-hmm. taking the natural ability to flinch away. Mm-hmm. I feel due to COVID, a huge uh, percentage of our population has essentially given their flinching ability, if you will to the government to like, tell me when to flinch. Cause I, I don't want to decide when to flinch. Mm-hmm. They give their, their risk decision-making to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And then that's where I think you and I, maybe we're too old fashioned or we're smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could be both. And we're like, we'll flinch. I'm not going to condemn. I'm glad that I flinch. I don't think it's a joke that or funny that I, I'd be concerned if I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I want to continue to, make my own risk assessments, not going to do it on what the mass say or what somebody else will tell me, you know. Thanks for listening to the shortened version of our show. If you want to catch the full audio episode, you can find it here or wherever you find your podcast. But if you want to see the full version in video format, you can catch us on YouTube, Rumble, and now on Spotify. <laughs>